<laughs> Welcome back to a spooky episode. The they've spookiest fallen. episode. <laughs> they've fallen into our trap again. <laughs> I'm glad you set out the mat that says, not a trap, step here. They stepped right on it. They did, and also it was I who baited the trap with bacon and delicious treats like Strawberry Fanta and Reese's Pieces. Because we all know every wrestling man that comes to our door is a fan of bacon and Strawberry Fanta. Not just a wrestling man. And that's something I want to talk to you about today. Yeah. I really Mm -hmm. am excited to talk to you about it. But before we get to it, I need to let everyone know that my name is Mike. And everyone, I need you to know that my name is Bo. And you are listening to... Tope Suicida! It's what wrestling can be once again from the shithouse closet on the shithouse couch. Separate locations, singular purpose of mind and heart. Couch and closet quarantine podcast. That's me uh, worshiping the great quarantine god above who's provided this virus uh, to us. Uh, It's been great. That was sarcasm, which I'm not a fan of. So let's rewind that. It's not great. It's bad. But it's great that we're here. And it's great. You know what, listeners? It's great that you're here, too. Listening to this wonderful episode we got. Because you know what it is, Mike? This is episode three, part three, of the Shithouse Shitacular, in which we find out what matches might make our Shithouse Challenge bracket. That's right. It's a very special curriculum for all of you listeners today. But before we get to it, I have a question for you. Oh, tell me. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you better see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Wow, that's that's a really good question. Um, do you hear that? No. Do you hear that? No, like I, don't siren, hear any, I don't hear anything. Well, I'm in a different... I'm, I'm like seven or eight miles away from you. I'm on the other side of town. Yeah, open your door real quick. Open that door. Open, open my open door. door real quick? Yeah, just quick. open your... Yeah, open that. Are open you pranking that. me? No, just just open your door. This is weird. Open, oh, just open, open it. the closet door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What, you, Bo's, ta- Bo's taking his off his headphones. I don't... Okay, I'm gonna... Okay, Bo is... Bo is away from his... Huge news! We got some huge news! Huge news coming down the path! Oh, yeah? The road! Can you see it out there? Why Open that it? door, can you see it? Oh, yeah! Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me close this yeah. real quick. Yeah, now yeah, it's in yeah, the yeah. room with you. Yeah, yeah, we no, please, sh- go ahead go, go ahead um, with your with your huge news. Please, uh, that's fine, because uh, that other bit, news. yeah, who cares? We weren't gonna do that other bit anyway. No. No, 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 no. go ahead with the huge, go ahead with the huge just, news. We can't just jump right into things. We gotta have the huge news that everyone desires. First news is about heels. Have you heard about heels? Fuck off, Bo. It's time for two big memories. 
Yeah, so um, I remember this one time when I uh, thought we were going to do a bit on the show called uh, Who's Your Favorite Wrestler, which we always do, and it's like our favorite fan favorite bit, and um, I was like excited to do it, and I started it, and then um, my piece of shit co-host decided to <laughs> fucking start a... Um, to interject with stupid bit called huge news that no one likes or cares about. And you totally hijacked my theme for my, my cue from my made for off the top rope. So like, yeah, that's my tope memory for today. I'm feeling like this tope memory, uh, like that you had another tope memory, um, and that you were going to do it instead of wrestler but then i interrupted the wrestler bit with my bit which interrupted your ability to throw your bit in front of the other bit does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense actually and i tracked all of that perfectly anyway heels so heels (laughs) heels has just been announced by AEW. this is like real news this isn't even a bit uh it's like this all-inclusive uh 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 women wrestler focused thing in AEW. what did you say my name? <laughs> so, yeah, you were right. I did have another token memory uh, that it wasn't the one that I had just done because you. I had a real one, but the other one I injected because it was a spiteful thing. Um, so you want to take over the huge news bit for for what? the tope bit? No, this is memory? just so I can get the other tope memory in right now. So you do want to, okay, you do want to take, okay, go ahead. No, no okay, no, think of it like a, one of those, um, what are they called, the the concentric Russian dolls? The the nesting dolls? Yeah, the nesting dolls. The center of it is uh, who's your favorite wrestler, and then the okay. doll around it is huge news, and then the big doll around it is Tope Memories. It's time for Tope So anyway, I was in seventh grade and I was on the football field and um, it was, I made, so I made varsity. I made varsity football. I want to put that, like, just make that clear. Did you just like Excel, like a spreadsheet listing out the rules and stuff? Like how did you, or was it like a line paper when you, when you made it? No, I made the team. I made the cut. Oh. The old guys. The old guys. the sport. I gotcha. Who, who decided such things were like, you know what, that. 75 pound kid he should be on varsity football here in seventh grade because he can sling that pigskin you know that reminds me it's time for i had in when i first moved here in eighth grade i had a gym teacher i forget his name uh but uh we always we had to weigh in for some reason you know it's pe class in middle school, in uh, the late '90s, we had to weigh in. Right. But in right. order to weigh in to get the weight, you know, you can't be wearing clothes. So he had he had all the boys strip down to their underwear and weigh in on his scale <laughs> in his private office. I mean, the windows were all open; everyone in the locker room could see into the office. But still, which is even worse because now I'm standing there in my underwear on a scale in my in my coach's office, where all my friends can see now too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember so I know this processed as well. This I know is, he's not. He real. wasn't going to touch. He wasn't going to touch us. This is just a coach thing to do. <laughs> and what made it worse is that the windows were open and all my friends could see me yeah, in my, yeah, yeah. at the time, tidy whities all right? And because I could throw that pigskin so good, they were like, yes, you are on varsity. You are on varsity even though yeah. you're like 75 pounds. That's okay. And I was competing. 
for the starting quarterback position in my middle school, seventh grade football, uh, uh, varsity football team. And, but then one day I tried to tackle a kid that was, you know, six or 700 pounds heavier than me. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, um, my, my, uh, the ring, my, no, not my ring, my, uh, uh, uh middle finger, my Steve Austin finger on my left hand. I don't know if you can see that bow. It, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it got caught up in his jersey and it kind of, oh, no. it kind of torqued and I don't know if it maybe it dislocated a little bit. I don't, oh, know. I don't I know. It. It, it was definitely just like a bad, it was like a bad sprain and it's still crooked from that. Did you uh, bleed out? No, there's no bleeding. It was well. It was all, well. The other thing is, is I should mention. Remember at that time, and actually still now. Once a karate man, always a karate man. But I was definitely a karate man then. So I could have been bleeding internally, like severely, but no one would have known. Because karate yeah, man, you'd still bleed. be doing backflips even with the blood sloshing around. Yeah, because a karate man bleeds on the inside. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, what I was gonna say is that because of that injury, I well there might have also been a scene where I came to the coach in tears and said I'd like to quit football. Okay. That's but we don't we can cut that part out. We can edit it's that fine. part out. Yeah, yeah. Me, that I mean, I was like, yeah. I was fucked up too. I was like crying. I was crying. I was ga- like, I couldn't, I couldn't talk because I was like so ashamed. But I was like, this is not. I'm. I can't do this part of it. You know, like the the contact part of it. I this can do part the, that is required. I cannot do coach. Well, right. If I was only going to be allowed to like play quarterback, maybe I could have done it. But you saddled other... up in in a in a suit, all twenty pounds of you, yeah, in a nice little business tie, and you yeah. said, "Coach, uh, if this physical activity is part of this game," and then you moved your tie around. You said, "Sir, I cannot be a part of this game," and then you walked away because you knew that it would be a part of the game. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I tried. But instead, what the coach did was mm, probably one of the un- most unintentionally cruel things anyone's <laughs> ever done to me in my entire life. He looked okay. at me and he said, well, how about you just play junior varsity instead? And I, and I, and I just sort of like nodded to try and please him. And so there uh-huh. I was, junior varsity quarterback, and it was the absolute worst. I was getting killed every game. My offensive line was non-existent. I was just getting destroyed. But that wasn't, that's not the memory. That's not the memory, okay, of these okay. kids blitzing every down and my offensive line folding like they're an origami, okay? That's yeah, not, yeah. That's not the memory. The memory is I even got it from my own school because when junior varsity was practiced, they would practice right before varsity, and the varsity kids – who were all bigger and stronger and faster because it's varsity yeah. football. The team that I made doesn't <laughs> fine, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. They're running laps around the field. And uh, apparently one of our guys got a little too close to their guys or something. I don't know what it was. Uh, but their coach, who was uh, uh, the devil, he uh, blew his whistle and made one of those like, Round up signs with his, yeah, like, with his get in here finger that knee. like no 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 not 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 get in here okay. like like um the 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 like uh, motion you make when it's time to like like fuck everyone up around okay you. so as I say I was gonna I was gonna joke did he mean like all right now tackle the junior varsity that's what I thought that meant maybe and it sounds like it did that's exactly <laughs> what it meant and there were these there were these thir- you know. 40, like, you know, 195-pound 
dudes with full beards chasing us down like a pack of wolves on National Geographic. He, you're just this wayfish child running from these big boys. I have no idea what to do. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> I'm boxed in. I'm in the center of the field. And this kid who's twice my size just picks me up and I swear to god I might be remember I might be it might be a little little fuzzy here cuz I think yeah, I got whatever. concussed but I swear to god he th- gave me a jackknife powerbomb <laughs> I was above his head and then I was sailing through the air and my ankles my knees were above my head and I came down on the back of my head and it was at that moment that I realized that uh it was a mistake to join junior varsity, and what I should have done instead was show no weakness whatsoever, go home, and punch a makiwara, and go back to varsity football practice, uh, and then rip off the biggest guy's helmet in practice, okay. headbutt him while I still okay. had my helmet on, kick his ass, okay. and rip my helmet off and look at the rest of the varsity football team and go, anybody who's next? Right. Yeah. And then they all would have dogpiled you. Well, maybe. I don't know how we would have turned that would have turned yeah, out. I guess I we would have had to play there's that. There's no way to know. Yeah, there's we'd have no to have a computer know. simulation or something. So Heels is like this uh, women faction. It's not a faction, no. It's like, it's like an initiative almost through AEW to highlight the women in the company. Um, uh, that's all we really know by now. There's a, some, they're going to be doing some live thing. Uh, like, uh, I got a date here. You, you say heels is an acronym. It's an acronym. I didn't what? say introducing AW heels, a new community for women who love wrestling. More details to come throughout the week. This was today. So it's so for it's fans. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, a, it's just like, Hey, if you're, if you're a, a, a woman and you love wrestling, we know that this is a male-dominated sport. We know that it's a male-dominated fan base. So here's a safe place for you to s- discuss wrestling amongst your peers without the, the uh, um, actually, do you like wrestling men that make up the community. Fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's real cool. Real cool. Cool. Uh, Way to go. Way to go, AEW. Man, yeah, Bo, you're right. That is huge news. Fuck. It is huge. I got one more. What? More? I got one more. More? Last week, we uh, you said the word listeria. I still don't know what that term is. Yeah, it's a disease. Never, uh, I thought it was an ingredient to the wow chips that caused the anal leakage, so I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Mother Nature Network. Eight infamous food flops. Great website. MMN. MNN? Respectable. Unleashed in 1998, Frito-Lay wow chips were fried in Olestra, which I thought was Listeria. A fat substitute with some (laughs) most unpleasant side effects, including anal leakage. Although initially popular, sales of wow chips sharply declined thanks to an FDA-mandated label on the packaging that warned consumers of, quote, abdominal cramping and loose stools, (laughs) unquote. Oh my God, what the fuck? (laughs) I've heard someone else tell me that, too, about fucking Lay's chips. I just remembered that. They were like, you remember those Lay's that used to give you loose stools? Yeah, you remember those? We were just loose stools all day. Just uh, our pants were falling over. Although Frito-Lay's pulled the plug on the Snap Chick uh-huh. chips. In 2004, they reemerged, Mike, without the warning label. Wait, they brought them back? Without the warning label. What? As Lay's Ruffles, Doritos, and Tostitas light. So the light version of the chip 
Uh, they're still available <laughs> on store shelves today. And they're so still you... causing people's anuses to leak, apparently. Maybe. I, I feel like I want to go to Target, look at the ingredients on these light chips, and see if Alestra is in there. And if it is, then uh, probably not going to buy them. So. See, this is what I'm worried about. The reason I thought that you brought this up yeah. was because you were like, those, like the Olestra lays are still out there. And if they are, that's a shithouse challenge. <laughs> no. I definitely... <laughs> I definitely want nothing to do with that. Great. Good. All. Okay. We're not going to do it. We don't recommend that you do it. You shouldn't do no. it. Don't do it. If you listen to this program, don't go try and eat an entire bag <laughs> of Lay's or Ruffles Light cooked in the Olestra because it might cause anal leakage. But if for some reason you did do that, which you shouldn't, and we don't recommend that you do, do not do it. But if you did... And you wanted to email us with the results of that shithouse <laughs> challenge, um, we might read that on the air. But don't do it. Definitely don't do it. Uh, dear Suicida at gmail, topesuicidapod at gmail.com, uh, I tried the chips and uh, not good. Bad news ensued. Uh, I can't afford the amount of underwear that I'm having to replace. Uh, I would like a full refund, please. Send and then we delete that email because we told you not to eat the chips as a shit house challenge. Wait, you want us to reimburse you for your purchase of a like, bag of Lay's like go, Light? You know, sit on your thumbs for a day and not spend three fifty, and you'll get the money back. Okay, buddy, we're not gonna. I'm sorry, but we are not the federal government. Okay, we are not just gonna. We can't just reimburse you for your. We don't bad even know decision. the logistics. You know, we can't even. Do we send you yeah. a letter? Do we get your direct deposit? I don't know. Anyway, hey, it's hot over here on my couch. It's hot in your closet. It's hot. And it's hot in my closet. I'm, t- I'm drinking degrees. a delicious migration brew straight out of Compton. No, <laughs> straight out of Portland. <laughs> I mean, straight out of Compton is where obviously they got the name. Anyway, it's a good beer. I like it. It's tropical, bright, and juicy as advertised. Mike, what are you drinking? Oh, you know me, Bo. I've got my regular uh, coffee mug full of bourbon here, uh, locked and loaded and, and ready to go, ready to hit hit the go button on big that shit Big swig on the mug. What what mm, brand mm, are mm, you mm. cooking with today? Ooh, ooh. really? You want to hear? Well, I uh, yeah, so I, I actually found uh, there was a half gallon of bullet bourbon on sale the other day. I was at the liquor store. And, um, you know, so I, w- I went for it. It was like, I was like $6 off and I, I, I was a little conflicted about it cause a friend, well, it wasn't a friend. It was just a guy. It was a dude. It was just a dude behind the counter in a liquor store a couple years ago. Yeah. And, or maybe it was like, yeah, it was like a year ago. And he was like, oh, you shouldn't buy bullet dude because this company is like, you know, shady or whatever. Like, you know, he was, he, he was like, oh yeah, they got bad policies or or something, the guy that runs it is a dick. And I was like, oh, really? Well, Fuck. So I bought a half gallon of Buffalo Trace, but I... That, you've told the story before? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think we need to talk oh, about it again, I? but I'm glad you're enjoying your drink, because that's good. Oh, okay. So we don't need to go and do it again. I don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, I'm glad you you enjoy the bullet, though. But I will answer your initial question before before all this Wait, chaos what? happened. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler?
Oh, oh yeah, right, right. Fuck yeah, I forgot. We're in yep. the innermost uh, uh, fucking uh, yeah, nesting we're in the doll. in the middle of the egg. Do eggs have butter? No, it's yolk. It's what does that mean? Egg butter in the middle of the it's egg. It's an old you cooking term that? from the 1800s. It is. Look it up. Get a fucking dude. Read a term. book. It's you know. Not... All right. Well, look don't here. I'm gonna that. Google don't, it right don't now. Do that. Go ahead. Here, yeah, butter. He's doing it uh, in the He's center of the egg. Mm-hmm. What egg. is it? The fuck does that it's right even? There. It's right there. It's an 18th egg century slang term. That... Uh, little tiny children uh, oh. that lived on the streets, orphans. They would say that. Uh, right? It says it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, something here about uh, indigent 18th century English children would go from door to door knocking at uh, establishments of of uh, the higher ups and the kind of the nobility of, of Greater London asking for quote egg butter. Egg butter would be the cry from outside the door. Uh, and I guess what they were asking for was egg yolks. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. But, but can I blow your mind here and tie it all oh. together? Egg butter okay. is yeah. Alestra. There it is. What? And see, everyone, when you tune into Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, you're not only in for a comedic wrestling podcast, you're also in it for education. There's your tidbit. Wow. I'm sorry I snapped at you, Bo. You were right on this one. You nailed it. But my favorite wrestler (laughs) is this week, dude, MJF. I know I've had him before. But yeah. he cut a promo. I watched the road. So every like Monday or Tuesday, they release on their YouTube on AW's YouTube road to whatever road to dynamite or right now it's road to double or nothing. It's like uh, uh-huh. f- six to 10 minutes of just promo videos and stuff getting you amped for the show. And MJF cut a promo yeah. on because he's wrestling on dynamite or he wrestled on dynamite last week. <laughs> he wrestled uh, Marco stunt. And then at double or nothing, he wrestled. Jungle Boy. So his promo was kind of flexing on stunt, but then it maneuvered in it. It just massaged itself into doing a promo against Jungle Boy. And it was just great. He was sitting in his big throne that he sits in. It was just great. Yeah. I love him. He's wonderful. He's my favorite wrestler. Mike, who's your favorite wrestler? Ooh, boy, oh boy. I'm so glad that you asked my favorite wrestler this week is the artist formerly known as the revival currently i think they're probably going to be called the revolt yeah well actually i don't think even that anymore all right fuck it once we figure out what once we figure out what they're going to be then they'll be my favorite wrestler they're okay you got cash and dax whatever you guys are called now you're my favorite wrestler on standby if i could have you be my favorite wrestlers every week you're in my heart and soul you're my favorite wrestlers every week. Also, Bianca Belair, you're my favorite wrestler every week. You just you have a standing invitation to be my favorite wrestler. But since we don't know what you're going to be called, uh, artist formerly known as The Revival, instead my wrestler of the week. That's not what it's called. I mean, it, wrestler it, it, of the it week. is what it is. My favorite wrestler of the week is the super dad himself, Double A, Arn Anderson. Real simple, too. You kept it simple with yours. I'm keeping it simple with mine. Uh... His playbook that he brings to the ring to Coach Cody is stupid. I love his dad shirts. I love his glasses. I like how he doesn't shave his head. And he's just like, yep, that's what's up there now. Uh, I love 
the spine buster that he hit the Undertaker with at WrestleMania 18. I love every spine buster he's ever done. I love the concept of the Four Horsemen. I love his tag team with Tully Blanchard, uh, the brain busters in the WWF. Uh, I love what a good worker he was, what a good promo he was, um, and how he always felt legit. Like, he was always... Like, if Flair was kind of a, um, a, a too much of a character, you know, and kind of like that cocky champion that you just wanted to punch in the mouth, you thought twice about it because he had Arn Anderson yeah. standing behind him. That's a good pick. And I love can that I, character. Can I, can I lower down the editing veil for the listeners? Ladies oh, listeners, please. We, had, we, had we have nothing to hide. Earlier. And some of the stuff we've redone, and if you know anything about Mike and I, uh, we are... Uh, improvisational slanted comedians and uh, redoing bits we did via that were improv. Very difficult, but I want to tell you this, your description of your favorite wrestler there better than your first one. Yeah, that was great. Loved it. Loved it. Cool. He's wonderful. He's so good. Thanks, buddy. And also when you yeah. said his glasses, that really hit me mm. hard because I'm looking for new glasses and Warby Parker has a pair of aviators <laughs> Just like Arns, that I might get. <laughs> Wait, but okay, so wow, you're gonna turn it, you're gonna go, uh, you're gonna trade in Waldo for Arn Anderson yeah. with your glasses. Yeah, choice. but the down, the only downside ah. is like they're not bright and green like my current ones. But I digress. They look cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. Can you tell me one other thing about something? I, some some stuff I have to show you. I I need to know this. Yes! Okay, so my is it shit house, Mike, is very quick and to the point. Okay. Okay. Just, I think three images. I'm sending to you them. Yeah. Sending them to you now. Uh, I need to know if these are shit house, and you can only read the tweet as well if you could. Yep. All right. Okay. Here. Oh we wait, go. you have to go to Twitter and translate it. Ooh, actually, I don't need to because I. Speak French. Oh, really? I don't know if you knew that. I do now. <clears throat> the tweet says, everyone, for those of you who don't speak French, it says, Je suis tombé sur cette création sympa avec des ballons. Est-il vraiment fort? Which, of course, means I am very pleased with my balloon creations. They are really strong. Uh, that's close. The Twitter translation is I came across this cool creation with balloons. He is really <laughs> he is really strong. And now look at the images. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's it because the, the everything is uh, gendered in French. So like my coffee mug is probably masculine. Ah, okay. Uh, but my computer may be feminine. You know, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Whatever. Right. Whatever. All right, I'm looking at the tweet now. I'm checking out the images. These are uh, like uh, clown balloon animals that like, you hit them with the, with, you know, you blow them up and then you twist them and you turn them into a poodle or whatever. But <laughs> instead, what some god man, some beautiful legend of of grace and artistry and uh, and love has created uh, a masters of the universe themed balloon animal like extravaganza 
I don't know what to say. I've got He-Man here, Castle Grayskull. Uh, it is stunning. But now look how big they are. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. They're like touching the ceiling. The castle is <laughs> castle touching Grayskull the ceiling. Castle Grayskull is so, so they're like, big. They're huge. Yeah. yeah they're, they're like, if you were a, like an elementary school child, it would be your size. Yeah. Yeah. So is it shithouse? Not only is it shithouse, though, <laughs> this, especially because He-Man is so horrifyingly, like, disfigured yeah. because he's made of balloons. His proportions are all off, yeah. It, he's got, like, Popeye arms and elbows. He's got, um, um, oh, God, what is that? That, that, those ridges under his neck, but <laughs> above his pectorals, it looks like, uh... What does it look like? It's like the aliens in Independence Day or something. <laughs> what is it? They've got the they crack open the thorax. I forget what movie. It is. might be but Independence it's, it's Day. Terrifying. It's terrifying. It looks like I mean he's he's everything is perfect. It's immaculate in balloons. Uh, everything from like He Man's flesh tone to his gear to Castle Grayskull, all the colors are perfect. The sword is perfect. It is shit house as <laughs> fuck. But this might be the most shit house thing you've ever shown me. Oh, Someone, I don't believe that, but yeah, it's up there. It's up there, dude. Because the fucking oh my god, it is so well done. That's a lot it of is, balloons. It's a lot of balloons. And again, I cannot emphasize just how hideous. <laughs> He-Man is. It's up there in like the He-Man, at least in the one where he's in front of the Castle of Grayskull. In Hideous Factor, it's up there with the Wrestling Buddies. It's very close. It might be worse. Because at least the Wrestling Buddies, I had a sense, an idea of who I'm looking at. Like, I'm looking at Ric Flair. But this is like, if you didn't know He-Man specifically, you're like, what am I looking at with this balloon monster? It's beautiful. I love right. it. Yeah, you could very easily um, be looking at a concept design for uh, the Ric Flair wrestling champ that was produced by WCW. Oh, wrestling champ. Sorry, I forgot wrestling their name. Wrestling champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Shithouse. That's great. It's Shithouse. And also the battle cat that He-Man is riding yeah. is legit because it's not a human being. Uh, and so therefore... Uh, is not subject to the same kind of uh, constraints of Uncanny Valley that we are able to kind of, you know, apply it's to fantastic. human. Yeah. Uh, the Battle Cat looks legit perfect It has sick. nails. It is, it is so good. The teeth are amazing. The, arm, the fact that it has the extra armor you put on top of the Battle Cat and the yeah. saddle. Yeah. Which it makes me feel like there's green balloon underneath the red balloon. Like there's uh, more yeah. head underneath the armor of balloons, but that could be made up. Anyway, it's shithouse. We know it. I'll show it on Twitter. <laughs> what do you so have good. for me? What do you have for me? Oh, wow. Bo, I, I mean, I have got many things for you, but I think what I want to show you today is something very special. Okay. Do you know why it's special? Why? Because it did not come from me. Oh, do this we have is a not my is it shit house? Whose is it? This is the very first ever 
listener submitted. Is it shithouse? And you can do that too at topesuicidapod at gmail.com. Send it to me because then it'll be private. Twitter won't know. All kinds of barriers being broken down today. First are happening. This is the first listener submitted Is It Shithouse. This comes from our good friend of the program, Jordan, right here in Portland, Oregon. We want to thank you for being a charter member. A charter tope tope. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure. Tope tope. It's a, a, a lady listener. We've gotten full consent from this lady listener to call her a tope topabe. That's right. And you know what? I've got a whole plan. The uh, uh, We got the tope topabes mm-hmm. for sure. We got the tope topoys <laughs> and we got the tope top people. Tope tope topoods for dudes. This doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> I like tope boys better. It's better than tope poops, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or no, why would it be poops? It would be poots. <laughs> yes, whatever you want to be called. You can be called that. All right, you well, want to be called something different? Let us know. We'll, we'll call you that. Submit? Let me see it. Woo! But yeah, that's right. Okay, here we go. First ever listener submitted. Let me find the one I want to send you first. You know we're in strange times right now with corona, right? Yes. Yeah. Everybody's had to adapt. I mean, yeah, we're doing it right now with shit house. We're doing it right now. We're not the only ones. No. Because lots of businesses have had to adapt, and frankly, major world religions have had to adapt. This is apparently how the Catholic Church is adopting. (laughs) I saw this on Twitter. So this is an image of... The Pope, I believe, blessing people with holy water through a squirt gun. Is that correct? I don't know if it's the Pope. Or a priest. Okay. A Catholic yeah, I think priest. It's just a priest. Of high order in a church. I believe I read that. He looks like he's feeding the plants. But from what I read, is he's actually squirting, quote unquote, holy water at people in cars. Yeah? Right. Yeah. People are coming by. They're having their kind of religious moment. They're having their communion with with the Lord and what have you. And they're driving by and Father uh, McMulligan here or whatever is hitting them with a little bit of the holy water out of a water pistol through their open car window. Okay. One. I'll let me dissect it. Uh, uh, the, the, the Catholic religion uh, from Bo, not shithouse. Okay. Horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible institution. Does some good, uh, but just has a lot of fucking bad. Uh, the fact of blessing someone uh, using a uh, 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 a replication of a, of a thing that takes life from people, very shithouse. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Guns Shooting holy people. water from a gun, shithouse. I could see like... A fucking, like a manga, like this badass vampire hunter manga where he shoots holy water with a gun. And that's how he kills the vampires. You know, he just shoots them with holy water bullets. Yeah. That's what the, this, not the Pope. That's what not Pope here is doing. Not Pope. Um, That's good. Okay, 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 okay. I I like what you said about it. And I want you to kind of reserve your final judgment. Okay. Okay. Because there's another thing I want to show you. Go for it. And it's in the same vein. But I, I would say this is another level. From where we just were. Okay. So however you felt about it, think about, you know, if you thought it was shithouse overall or not, but I want to show you this as well, okay? I'm ready. 
Here we go. Second image. Well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, okay. So this image, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, it would appear. uh, It looks like they're at the church. This is the church kitchen in the this is the the priest's office is what it looks like to me. Yeah. And this is a priest with another super soaker <laughs> held up like uh, looking down sights, pointing at a baby who a very happy father is <laughs> smiling real big because he knows his baby's about to get shot in the face with this water gun. <laughs> but also, it's not a water pistol, is it? No, it's like a sawed off shotgun. <laughs> it's like. It's like what you see fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger use in T2 when he's on the motorcycle is what it looks like. <laughs> um, but I want to I, I, I just want to, again, mention how yeah. happy both parents are because they know how stupid this is. And the priest also knows how ridiculous this is. Everyone is in on this. The only one who doesn't have a choice about this is the poor baby. But... I think the baby growing up with these two parents is going to look back at this image and respect it a ton because her, her or his or whomever they end up being will know that their parents are a bunch of goofballs. And that's fucking cool. <laughs> All right. That's a good. I think that's a pretty good appraisal of how absurd that picture is. I got one more for you. Wait, and this I is forgot the- to say, though, it's Ugh. definitely shithouse. Okay. Okay, what's the last one? I think this is the king shit of fuck mountain right here. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this was given to me also by Jordan, and I think she really outdid herself with this one. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole theme. So this one is an image of a uh, goddamn the Catholics. <laughs> and they're fucking, who told the Catholic Church they can use water guns to shoot holy water at everyone? Is this a new trend? What is this? So the priest is shooting the entire audience <laughs> with so much holy water. Everyone's loving it, though. Okay, I'm. So we've completely eliminated the uh, any any kind of illusion of social distancing. Okay, yeah. Is this a? But is this a, is this a like a current photo? I believe. I mean, I don't know, but it was sent to me in conjunction with the others. So I assumed it was correlated. I don't know where it, yeah, I don't, I don't know where it was taken. Uh, but I will say that Jordan said that it really looks like the priest just got like an email chain, like he was CC'd on an email yeah. chain that was like, hey, listen, we're shooting people with super soakers now. Uh, so feel free to use that any way you want in your service. It's like, yeah, so they saw the first picture of that priest, the first, because that one is current. That one's like a week old, right? Yeah. And they saw, they're like, oh, we saw that. That really took off on Twitter. Social media's a buzz. So we're giving all <laughs> Catholic churches uh, carte blanche. You can just go down to Kmart Get a super soaker. It doesn't even have to be super soaker brand. You can get whatever off market. It's free to shoot your congregation. It's okay. They're going to love it. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. It's like a music festival. Yeah, I don't like it. But it is shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of it. But is it shithouse? Yeah. Okay. The whole situation. Again, the uh, the idea of blessing someone with using 
uh, a product that looks like something that causes death is funny to me. And also, like, your faith or whatever you want to call it, your suspension of disbelief, if we can talk like wrestling fans, yeah. is so great that you think that when everything is stripped away, uh, the human-to-human -human contact, whatever, uh, that a dude, it's just a dude, can shoot you with a super soaker. <laughs> And that is gonna do something for you. That is that is shit house. That is I don't agree with it. It's not an opinion I share. But fuck is that shit house. So when they so they bless the water. Yeah. Okay. Then do they bless the gun once the water's in the gun? Because if they I would bless so. the gun, I don't know. It's very very funny to me. We're gonna bless this gun. Uh, God would have wanted us to bless this gun. <laughs> he would love it. It's all very dumb. Picture Jesus with just a super soaker in any setting. I mean, that photo has to exist, right? Jesus and and he has a holy super soaker. That is fun. That's a fun summer right there. I want that at a summer camp. But instead, it's like there's a water hose hooked up to it, but then people come up with goblets and he shoots wine into their glasses with the super soaker. So he's turning the water into wine with this. Do you get it? He's turning the water into wine with a super soaker. It's turning water in a while, and there's like a, and like Kiss is playing behind him, and it's on a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is next for the Catholic Church. And they're just jamming on Love Gun. <laughs> and then we're trying to market it as Love Gun. We hope we can get away with the patent, though. Well, that's Ooh. great. I love that. It was shithouse. It was all shithouse. We, we banged him out. But tonight, Amazing. we have the shithouse shitacular, which we if do. you don't remember, everyone, We've had two of these parts. We each bring two matches that we think are shithouse to show the other person. And then uh, you won't hear us in the match. We'll come back, talk about the match, and figure out if it is indeed worthy to go into our first annual shithouse challenge, uh, which will happen at a later date whenever this is That's done. Right. Yeah, we're not going to give you guys the match audio, but we hope that you watch along if you have the time, and we will let you know how to do that. Are you sure you want me to go first? I do. I just wish you wouldn't come back with, okay, or whatever you <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> Let me get a little bit more of that out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's honestly yeah. fine if these uh, chuckles are the lead-in. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. It's very fun. It's very fun. Uh, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got Okay. Woo! Bo, you got me going, buddy. I'm sorry. I almost, I almost can't stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm still... Fuck. Really All right. Good. Uh, okay. So the or <laughs> Okay, hang on. I gotta take a break. I gotta mellow out for a second. <laughs> so I am gonna lead us off, am I not? Yes, you are. That is the order we decided upon. I'm gonna go first, and then you're gonna give us our middle matches, number two and three, and then I'm going to end the night with what I think. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, Bo. I have I a really good match, but keep going. But I 
I, I think that my second match is the one to close it out. Uh, my matches, I'm just going to warn you and anyone else that may want to watch these along with us, they are not for the faint of heart. One of my matches is also very squeamish. Okay, these are notoriously violent matches, so if that's not something you're into, you don't like the sight of blood, uh, then don't watch these matches uh, and just have a good time with Take our word for it when, we, when yeah. we talk about it after the match, you know? So the first match I want to show you is uh, a match, and actually I didn't know it had this, it kind of held this uh, air of importance, but um, apparently there's something, have you ever heard of this, something in pro wrestling called the Muda Scale? I've heard of it, but I don't recall what exactly it is. It has something to do with the great Muta, though, I assume. Correct, yeah. So I, I didn't know this because I like pro wrestling, but I'm not a, a like an online pro wrestling fan. Okay, yeah, where I am. So this is probably why I've heard the term. Yeah, well, apparently it's a scale that people devised uh, to kind of measure how much blood is spilled in a match. Right. Uh, and th with this match uh, being a perfect one on the Muda scale and then matches thereafter were sort of rated on a on a decimal system for how close they got to a perfect perfect 1.0. So 1.0 is that is maximum blood. That's perfect. That's like 100% you did blood perfectly. So is this first match you're showing me a great Muda match? Yeah, is it's it the match. Is it's it the, the match, match that, that made the scale? Yeah, it's the match that oh, people man. used to uh, derive, oh, to, to create the Muda scale. And... so much blood in this match, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for you to see it. Let me dial it up for you. All right, well, we're going to watch that. Uh, where can people find the match if they do want to watch it? Is it on YouTube? Uh, so if you want to find a full copy of this match, I, I was looking on YouTube, and it seems to be kind of split up with, like, low quality uh, across a couple different videos. But if you want to find a, a full copy of it, actually, you can't. Uh, I, I looked. I couldn't find it on New Japan World. So I did look. I did do my due diligence. Yep. And we are New Japan World subscribers. We are. New Japan. So don't come after us. Just get out of here, you know? Get out of here. Get fucking out of here. Get your red we jumpsuits out of here, but leave a pair because they're cool. We would like to so wear cool them. Because they're so cool and we want one. Oh, my God, do we want one. Uh, we want two. One for each of us. <laughs> But uh, all you toe people can find what? this match. Wait, still on. Dial that what? back. Did you just what? call our fans toe people? Right. Yeah. Toe people. Toe people. Yeah. Toe, pe toe babes, toe boys, and toe people. I didn't know about the toe people. I love it. It's great. I love it. I just want to call that out so everyone knows. Yeah. That you know what you are, fans. You're a toe person, and we appreciate you. That's it. All right. Continue. Yeah, you can find the match on Daily Motion. Um, where it is a good. Yeah, it's on Daily Motion. Daily Motion, That's, where um, you can find all of your favorite pirated wrestling. All your favorite wrestling content is on Daily Motion, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It is the Great Muta versus Hiroshi Hase from December fourteenth, nineteen ninety-two, and uh, at the Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium. It's a non-title match. For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which the great Muta holds. So, yeah, that's how they came up with the Muta scale, apparently. Just that much blood. 
So much blood. All right, all right. Okay, I can't do this, Mike. I can't do this. Listen, everyone, we had more technical difficulties. We talked about Muda. We already did it. It's a good match. We can't talk about it again. What are some key highlights? One, came out with red face paint. Awesome. Yep. Two, face paint got peeled off in the match. Despicable move. Three, Got new face paint in the form of Muda's own blood from his forehead, gushing all over his face. It was so much blood. Four. Muda deserved it because he, he was did. being a fucking asshole about. Fucking petulant baby. Yeah. He's like, he got the railroad spike out himself. He went under the ring looking for shit. He threw a, he threw a chair into the ring to try and hit the, the Hiroshi Hase. And then Hase kind of gave him what he deserved in that match. This wasn't a normal chair. You seen a wrestling chair? <laughs> no, okay. I, I, no, I repeat it back. This was a normal ass chair. <laughs> it was not a folding chair. Yes, it, it was, was a an chair office ass chair. Chair. It was a chair from the office side of the of the stadium that they were in in the year 1992. Yep. It was a a metal and light brown ass chair. That <laughs> you you know what it looks like, and he hit him with it. It was cool. He hit him with it, and uh, and then Muda, frankly, got what he deserved, and that resulted in him being busted open so badly. It was everywhere. Uh, it was, I mean, it, the, the ring was just painted with Muda's blood. He was uh, misting it out as though it were the green mist, but it was his own blood. Like, it was gnarly. The whole thing was gnarly. We didn't touch on this the first time, but I want to know, like, at what point of the card was that match? Oh, I don't know. I assume it was the main event because it was okay. the IWGP champion, but I, I <laughs> what could, if it was not. the curtain jerker? Because, you know, sometimes they like to oh, do the curtain jerker, which, if you don't know the wrestling lingo, the first match of the night. Sometimes they, they book in them with a really great match to curtain jerk, really great match to main event. It's just funny if this were the curtain jerker match and then the rest of the show, the canvas is just covered in Muda's blood. It's like, we don't want to wrestle in this. This is covered in Muda. I mean, I would fucking hope not. Jesus Christ. I would hope that if you're going to have a gusher like that, that is, I mean, definitely, if it's not the bloodiest match I've ever seen, it's one of them for sure. I would hope was, that's your last match of the night, you know? It was it was a really good story. I think that might have been one of the few Muda matches from start to finish I've actually seen that's not living within WCW. So, yeah, uh, thank you for sharing that with me. I think... Uh, we just discussed this before, but at first I thought maybe not shithouse. Maybe just gross. Yeah, right. But it really was shithouse. And I think, at least from my perspective, my vantage point right now, it's on the bracket. But we'll 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 hit it later. We'll check back later. Yeah, we'll double back. We'll make sure that we're happy with every selection. And uh, I, I agree. I think it's got a real strong chance of making the bracket this year. We're going into this next match, which... Again, everyone, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Bo, a man of full disclosure. He's a man. They call me. They call me Bo, trans, Bo Transparent Rosser. That's what they call me because I like to be transparent. And what I'm here to tell you folks is that we've already fucking watched this next match. And we've already let into it. But again, we had some technical difficulties. So what I'm going to say is this match, I think right now is shithouse. And you're going to watch it with us. Go to YouTube. Search Biff Music versus Timothy Thatcher, uh, you'll find it. It's a catch-as-catch-can match at the CZW Training Academy. It's 22 minutes or some shit. It's really cool. You'll see it linked on Twitter. We'll see you after. 
Yes, Paul. That match, that sweaty <laughs> delight of a match, yeah. brought to you by blood, sweat, and tears. Well, no blood, but you get it. I loved it. What did you? Uh, that was the second time I've seen it. What uh, as your after your first viewing? How do you feel about Biff Busick slash Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher? Great match. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved everything about it. it here's the thing. Um, it was pretty hard hitting. It was pretty technical. It was, but I don't, I don't really feel like anything they did, um, in terms of like, in terms of like physicality or shock value or anything, was like the shit house thing about the match. To me, right. the shit house thing about the match was the fact that they had it. Yes, right. They did that match in front of thirty people, and they were like, "This is what we like to do." And I told you while we were watching it, you could have put that match in front of 50,000 people in 1960 and sold the place out and everybody would have went home incredibly happy. I loved everything about the match. I loved the finish. It was so good, Bo. Yeah, it's just everything they did looks effortless, looks painful, looks calculated. Mm -hmm. I mentioned this a couple of times, like... Uh, Timothy Thatcher does a couple of Russian uh, uppercuts, European uppercuts, not Russian. Um, and he only does like maybe six of them in the whole match. But every single one has a purpose and a reason behind it. And I think that is encap- encapsulates the entire match in a sense. The Every single move seems specific and for a purpose and got us to the end. Yeah. Know? And also they were complying with the old school rules of pro wrestling where you couldn't punch people in the face. You know, that's one reason why the European uppercut was a necessity and the, the open hand palm strike. You know, if you watch old uh, pancreas fights in Japan, which I don't know, maybe I'll show you sometime, Bo, but they, uh, they, they're essentially uh, real fights that are contested under pro wrestling rules. So there are no, there are no closed fist strikes to the face. And there are rope breaks, but other than that, it's like an unscripted pro wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this, I mean, you know, it was, it was a little more choreographed for sure. And like, you could tell, but it had that same kind of vibe of like two guys that really knew what they were doing and were protecting each other and were protecting the secret and we're doing it for an audience that doesn't quite know what we're doing, you know? So uh, what would you say, like, how would Jack Hagar look in that match with one of them? Oh, wow. Um, I call him Hagar, like the final fight. <laughs> like Matt, Mike Hagar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake Hagar is, uh, I mean, Jack Swagger, whatever we want to call him. You know, I'm sure he'd look fine against either one of those guys. I don't think that John Moxley is really the guy to have a shoot wrestling match <laughs> with. Are you saying that 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 match it was Moxley's fault? It looked silly. No, I don't. Okay. I, well, frankly, I don't know that you thought it looked silly. I thought that you enjoyed it quite a lot. I did. I really liked it. But let's not talk about that anymore. Okay. Well, because well, well, I have yeah. Well, tell a question me. for you about this match. Okay. Does it belong on our first bracket? I don't know because there's limited space. There uh, is. I and do... I've forgotten what's on there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to go back and double check and listen and see what we brought to the table and reevaluate. Yeah. Uh, I think it was very good. I don't know that it's a lock for the inaugural shit house. 
Grand Prix. My only concern is if it does not make the first bracket for the inaugural, that it will never come back. Interesting. I'm worried. I'm worried. But let's. Well, this is for another. This conversation for another day. That this is for us to decide later when we have it all out in front of us. You have one more match to show me before we get to my finale, grand finale. I do. And this match I've talked about before on the show. Yeah. This is a match from season of Lucha Underground. I think season two. Motherfucker. This is. You motherfucker. You bring in, you're bringing me more Lucha Underground. Holy shit, Bo! This is arguably your favorite of the last four we did was Lucha Underground. Would you say that's a close? A good yeah, dude, it was it was up there. It was definitely one of the parts of the show that I enjoyed the very most. So I don't know if the YouTube video I'm giving you is the full match okay. that, that the El Rey Network published again. Yeah. But I don't know if it has the, like the story lead up for the match. So the match is Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro. Now, Vampiro Ooh. at this time is not wrestling shape ready. Right. He's on commentary. Yeah. And he said this. He's like, I'm out of shape. I'm not. I shouldn't be in a ring. But throughout over the season of this show, Vamp- or Pentagon Jr. has been such a fucking shit heel. He's been breaking people's arms. Yeah. He's done this a bit in AEW, but it's even worse in Lucha Underground because since it's like a story-based thing, they play it off. He fucking broke their arms. And they play it off hard. So he's been breaking all these people's arms. Vampiro's had enough. And eventually they get he challenges to a match, but it's like a street fight, and it's a street fight in Lucha Underground, Ooh. and it's pretty gnarly. I'm, I'm excited. excited for you to watch it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to uh, sync up, it's part. Okay, so yeah, it was part of Ultima Lucha, which was like Lucha Underground's big two week event, like the WrestleMania, but for a TV show. This is part two. It's the second night, and this match is called the Zero. Cerro Miedo match. The Zero Fear match. (laughs) Mike, it's 16 minutes of fury. Are you ready? Dude, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We just synced up. We synced up. (laughs) We hey everybody, up. if you want to sync up, we, uh, we up. just watched Ultima Lucha Part Two, the uh, you know Vampiro versus Pentagon Junior, Cerro yeah. Miedo match. Mike, mm. tell me your initial thoughts on that match. Oh, I would say that that match contained Cerro Miedo. That match. Had Sarah Miedo. <laughs> I say this as fucking white as I can. That match had Sierra Miedo. Uh, zero fear in that match. Zero fear in that match. It I'm going to stop you right here. Yeah. That match is on the bracket. It's yeah, on it. I think it's on the bracket. It's uh, it's gnarly, my man. It's really gnarly, uh, and uh, it's very satisfying. <laughs> Everything that happens is satisfying in that match. When we were watching it, I said that, like, I feel like this was Vampiro's. He came out of retirement for this match, and he's like, this is the only match I'm ever doing again. Let's, Pentagon, let's go fucking ham Mm -hmm. on light tubes, which are notoriously dangerous, 
and they were used probably five times, five different sets of tubes. They were used too many times. Tacks were brought out almost immediately in the match. <laughs> uh, I mean, Vampiro was bleeding a gusher from all yeah. over his fucking head. Pentagon took an unprotected headshot from light tubes, which immediately, <laughs> from underneath the top of his mask, blood spilled out down his jaw. It looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, but not a safe thing to do. I wouldn't recommend it, but it looked cool. Uh, yeah, I think this jumps right onto the bracket because it's it's just a thrill of violence, shithouse chicanery, etc. Uh, wow, Bo, I uh, I don't know that we could have planned this any better because this match leads so well into the match that I have for you to close it out. Oh my God, what is it? It is a match that I've never watched before. Great. <laughs> Great. Who knows what's going to happen? Perfect. <laughs> and in fact, I have avoided it. <laughs> no! <laughs> in the same way that I avoided Stan Hansen versus <laughs> Vader because his eye pops out. God damn it! This is, it is like, I don't know, I think it's the 15th anniversary or 16th anniversary of uh this match just was a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago um and i, Wait, I before you say anything else yeah. about the match is it, this on daily motion or youtube neither it's on the wwe network oh for christ okay that's the biggest relief you've given me that you told me it's on that safe network because i feel like if it was on that's like it's in detiered system the safest is wwe network the most fear is Daily Motion. And YouTube's <laughs> right. It's right in the middle. Okay, okay. What's the match? This is uh, arguably, from what I understand, and again, I've never watched it sort of on purpose, uh, the bloodiest, perhaps most violent match in the history of the WWE slash WWF. Really? Really. That's a long timeline. That's I know. Over 50 years. I know. I think, right? I know. Yeah. This well, match. What is the match? Yeah, this match takes place at Judgment Day 2004. Eddie Guerrero defends the WWE Championship against your boy, John Bradshaw Layfield. I feel like I'm being tricked right now. Am I being tricked? Well, is I don't this know, buddy. Be good? I don't know, buddy. I haven't watched it. But it's an Eddie. Gu- it's an Eddie Guerrero match. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the WWE Network. Uh, Judgment Day 2004. Eddie Guerrero versus JBL. Well, Bo, that was a match. Okay. Let's break that down. All right. So <laughs> minute, minute one through ten ish. Yeah. Well, even the start, JBL comes out, busts yeah. a, a promo that was just <laughs> will put you to sleep. A horrible promo went on for what felt like two minutes. Oh fuck, it felt like ten minutes. It was fucking xenophobic and shitty and fucking like uh the antiquated and just, but you know, it's getting that cheap heat from the LA crowd. 
Then Eddie comes out, the match starts, and uh, for the first 10 minutes, like, it's like, hey, this is another WWE match. You know, it's fine. <laughs> but then uh, they go to the outside, and Quote, something happens. In quotes, it's fine over it's the fine. screen, like a, like a fucking Chiron. It says, it's fine. And then they go to the outside, they spill near the commentating booth, and JBL picks up an old blue chair from what looks like the blue of an early 90s WWF pay-per-view. And clocks Eddie right in the skull, and that's when the waterworks start. And there's so much blood lost from Eddie's forehead in this match. It made the whole thing so good because it didn't end. It kept going for another, like, 10, 12 minutes (laughs) with all that blood. Like, not one, not two, not three, like maybe six full-size puddles of forehead blood like inch deep forehead blood puddles it would not stop it was so much blood it was it is deserving of its reputation and i believe i read that eddie had to go to the er after this because i believe it because it didn't stop, and he kept bleeding. And it is unsafe, and it is not yeah. something I want anyone to ever do again. And watching it, it is absolutely gross and also compelling. It, 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 when Eddie turns the tables and starts to come back, and he's fighting through that blood loss... And that, like, his body telling him, stop. This is too much. You shouldn't. We need to go get help right now. Yeah, but his, like, yeah. spirit carries him through that and says, you know what? Fuck that because I'll die here right now. And then insult to injury, he does his little salsa shake with the blood <laughs> all oh, over the no. front of his body. He still dances. And it's such... Such an insult to JBL that you've put me through hell. But, buddy, I'm shaking it off, dude. I'm going to win this. And he did. If you watched it. If you didn't, we just spoiled it. But, fuck. So much blood. Man. I, and Okay, so like you might be disappointed in a DQ finish, right? For the end of a pay-per-view. No, not at all. Not, not at all. Not at all. It just makes me want to see more. Because I've never right? seen anything like that. Yeah, uh, I'm never. I'm fine with the DQ finish when like the match that precedes it is of that quality where the DQ makes sense. So if you watched that match with us, we hope you had a strong stomach because you needed it. Yeah. But if you could handle it and you watched it, uh, very much like the Undertaker Mankind from '98, the story was powerful that was told. Yeah. In that match, uh, it was thrilling. It was thrilling when Eddie started to come back. And finally got even with the bully. Yeah, and I commend JBL for taking not one like Eddie, but two unprotected chair shots at the end there from Eddie that also busted him open, which even played even more into the story because now it's like it's just like they're both just beat to shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I yeah, that's the thing is if you're going to do it right, I would hope that it means something. Right. Um, like if somebody gets 
hit with a chair or jabbed with a fucking railroad spike or like any, whatever we saw today, I would hope that there's a repercussion from that so that it protects that action in the future. Because when I see things like, uh, you know, I think when Moxley jabbed Kenny in the forehead with some barbed wire or something in their uh. pay-per-view match and, uh, Kenny didn't bleed from that. Um, it was really, I don't know. It just it after the and that was after they went into a giant bed of barbed just, wire. You know what? I mean? It just didn't make a lot of sense. It's the match that that AW got fined really heavily for. Yeah, for being they too got, violent. Yeah, they got fined like ten grand in Maryland. Here's, apparently, I just realized something. Yeah. Throughout all four of our matches tonight, mm -hmm. they all had the same through line where everything was done deliberately. Yeah, everything mattered. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I mean, I know I can't expand upon that. It was just really interesting that I yeah. just I just noticed it. So, what do you think this match's chances are of making it into the inaugural Shithouse Classic? I mean, I think I said it while we were watching it. I was like, I don't know about this match. And then the turn happened with the chair shot, and I think if after that chair shot, the match would have ended like a minute or two later. No. Yeah. But the fact that it went on for another ten or twelve minutes, and they still had a compelling match throughout that. And was even amplified because of the blood. Yes, definitely on the bracket. I mean, I just I appreciate it so much as a fan when somebody makes that kind of sacrifice, and it is, it's worth it. You know, yeah, like it's worth it to see that someone suffer in that way, uh, and, and like the payoff is worth it as opposed to someone getting hurt or. Or bleeding in that way, and then it, the payoff not being worth it. Like, well, I don't really feel a whole lot. Like, I felt a ton yeah. watching that match. I I got excited. I was screaming. Um, I I I really was into it. And the fact that I was watching Eddie be hurt so badly and then come back from that. Yeah. That yeah. that's why I was so into it. And it's also that whole preamble of before the chair shot being so long and kind of basic, I think actually, <laughs> yeah, I, I think actually amplified how good in full the match is because if it wasn't so basic, if they would have just got to that chair shot immediately, not as effective. That's why I think this one was more effective than the match Pentagon and Vampiro because Pentagon and Vampiro jumped right into it immediately. Right? They fucking sucker you in with this one. And they think yeah. you're going to just watch a basic ass WWE championship match. That's what it looks On like. On some blow off pay per view in 2004 <laughs> for Judgment Day, uh, which I found in the uh, retired pay per view section of the network. So. <laughs> but then they fucking. Then they fucking changed the entire world around you and go like, nope, it's one of the most violent matches of all time. <laughs> and we hope you're ready for this shit. 11 year old kid in the front row. Cause we don't give a fuck about your development. We don't give a shit about what kind you're of nightmares you have after this. It was fucking insane. Here's what I hope it happened really is that it wasn't planned and that Eddie bled out the hard way. And then it just kept going. And the match is always intended to be that long, but the blood just was a, is a beautiful accident. <laughs> well, not beautiful. Well, no, it was beautiful. Real sad for 
Eddie on that night. But anyway, it was a great match. So, uh, yeah, bracket worthy. Uh, yeah, again, hope you don't see that kind of thing all the time and definitely don't want anybody to actually be in any kind of danger in terms of, like, no. blood loss. Uh, but the fact that it's sort of like watching the TLC match. Like, I think I thought I think I heard uh, Bruce Prichard say, like, watching it now with distance, I can really enjoy it. But when he was watching it at the time backstage, he was a fucking wreck because he didn't know if any of these guys were going to be okay. While they were doing it, you know? Is this Edge, Christian, Dudleys? Yeah, Edge, Christian, Dudleys, and the Hardys. He he liked all those guys, and he cared about them, and he didn't want them to get seriously hurt. And then so when they came back and they were all like, yeah, we're we're pretty much okay. Like, we're fucked up, but we're, we're, you know, none of us are paralyzed. They did a crazier one the next year, right? Wasn't the second one even crazier than the first one? Yeah, TLC 2. I mean, it was like, I think it was TLC happened at... uh, uh, WrestleMania, I think, and then TLC two, when w- which was actually when it was first called Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, that happened. I think at SummerSlam, yeah, right after, yeah. Uh, but I feel the same way about this match, knowing that like Eddie ended up being okay, and infor- unfortunately he passed tragically later. But it wasn't because of this match. Uh, I'm able to watch it and like not feel bad about this like his level of suffering in this match you know yeah yeah yeah. but if i watched it live and i didn't know whether any either of them were going to be okay i don't know man like that would that was very intense it's a lot of blood loss for a sunday night you know that kid had to go to that kid had to go to school the next day (laughs) he shows up to class fucking fourth grade Fifth grade, eyes and he's are sitting so there, and he's just he's got that thousand yard stare. Teacher's like, teacher's like, Jeremy, are you okay? Nothing matters, teacher. I've seen it all. Nothing matters. That little boy saw more than any grown man should see that night at Judgment Day, two thousand four, and his single. It's the it is the fault of his single dad, who is like, we're gonna go have fun tonight. We're going to eat the salami plate, and then we're going to go have fun tonight, son. Your mom would never take you to this. This is something you can only do with dad, thinking that he's going to see the ultimate warrior versus honky-tonk man. And instead, he sees two men swimming in a pool of blood. So much blood. They they could have legit filled like a Kool-Aid pitcher. Anyway, that's that's the shitacular for the day. Part three, wrapping it up. Ooh. Hey, listen, everyone. We hope you watch these matches too. Uh, if I remember to do it, I'll link to them in the Twitter when this goes live. I'll remember. I'll remember. I will you. try to remember. Remember when to post November May. Um, but hey, if you want to tell us your opinion on the matches, hit me up. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Tope Suicida Pod or Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. I read those too. Uh, we want to hear who your, who your favorite wrestler is, all that jazz. Uh, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike from TV. Did you ever find that Instagram account? Ooh, baby. You know what? Do you have one? Do you want to share it? You don't have to. I do have an Instagram account. I don't even I, know what it is. I, I logged in. Turned out my password worked. I have no idea what it's called. That's fair. So follow Mike on Twitter. <laughs> At, At Mike, from, Mike TV. from 
TV potentially able to follow Mike in future on Instagram, but not right now. I bet if you follow Tope Suicida Pod on Instagram, as soon as I know Mike's handle, I'll plug it if he's comfortable with me plugging it. But anyway, I'm everywhere online at Bo Rosser. It's my name. Find me everywhere. Whatever. Do your thing. I have one last thing before we go, though, and it's a question I have uh, for you every week. Bring right? it to me. Bring it to but me. But this week, this week, I need to know, and I, I want to know, what is wrestling? Yeah. What is wrestling? Wow. Um, wrestling is pain. Wrestling is uh, vulnerability. That wrestling is the, the medium through which we allow ourselves to acknowledge our own mortality. Even as we deny it or reject it in virtually every other <laughs> medium that we live, produce, uh, whatever. Uh, wrestling is wrestling is a surrogate for our real lives in terms of living, uh, being born, living, going through pain, maybe making mistakes, suffering. Recovering from those mistakes, potentially being redeemed, and then eventually, yes, dying. Wrestling is all of that, and uh, <laughs> it's not something that everyone understands. And it seems silly to some people, but if you look hard enough, uh, wrestling is the essence of life, my man. Holy shit. So, what I've noticed the last two or three weeks... Yeah. Your wrestlings, your wrestlings, your wrestling invocations have gotten more and more existential <laughs> and out of body uh, yeah. and thought-provoking, quite frankly. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. That's wrestling. So I get it. That was deep. How, how, how far did you leave yourself when you were talking about it? Wow, I was gone. You were out. Could you see like yeah. out of your head? There were times when I was, I was no longer in the shit house closet, man. You well, but you were up there. You're like, look at me. Oh, at the top of the closet, <laughs> filthy. It's filthy up here, Sarah. <laughs> and then Sarah's out of body conscious was like, "What are you doing in there? Are you screaming? Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm watching myself, but the closet's filthy. <laughs> yes, I'm okay. I'm always." fine i'm always fine i'm never not fine if i need you to know that i'm not fine i promise i'll let you know your out of body spirit is so put upon oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i can't deny it you're probably right about that bo but <laughs> there is one thing before we go that i need to know What's that? And that is, what's wrestling to you? Hmm. Interesting question that you ask when you said, what is wrestling to me? And I would say this, Mike. Wrestling is that cool shower that you're taking <laughs> with a partner. Okay. You're in the shower with your loved one. Let's say this loved one is a woman. And you're a boy. You're a boy like me, my shape. A bow-shaped boy. And you're maybe with a uh, name here, shaped woman in the shower. The water. Mike, the water 
just cascading down our backs. We're rubbing each other. I just we're so we're so soft with the 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 lather from the Dove soap that we bought for twenty eight cents with the Suave shampoo for thirty eight. A deal at high school pharmacy. And we're in the shower. The water's running down our bodies. And she's to my back. I mean, she's to the boy's back. And she sees a black head, like on Latino Heat's back. What the fuck? And the purge. Oh, the purge of the zit. You know that. You've ever had dated someone that really loved to purge no! the filth from the boy's body? No! So she's purging the blackhead and it's coming Blah! out when the shower hits it. The water hits it and it runs Blah! down. God, and now fuck? all of a sudden, me, my back, my greasy back is fuck? clean, purged. Oh, the dirt and the pus is gone. And I'm just anew. And that's what wrestling is. It's the purging of filth to be born anew, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm at the point right now, ladies and gentlemen, where my my throat, ooh, it is buttery. Shut up. I got, I got a buttery. Ooh, what? Co- thanks for, hey, caller, thanks for calling 9800-SEXY-TIME-AT-NIGHT. Shut up. Glad to take your call. Shut up. Nine eight hundred sexy. <laughs> All right, nine eight hundred sexy time. Um, we're gonna try and get that number, like for real, to be a part of the show. I don't know if that's possible. I don't think so. I don't know if that's possible. We're, we're, Maybe we're we can get on a, trying to get, get some eight hundred and some nine hundred numbers so that people can call in and and. Uh, we're trying to get. We're trying to reach out to the right people that have the connections to the one eight hundreds and the way nine hundred numbers. We just want you guys to be able them. to experience that premium content for a dollar forty nine uh, for the first minute and then ninety nine cents a minute thereafter. Well, we'd love you to dial that number and then you'll just you'll be patched right into yeah. a voicemail. That's just. The invocation I just gave, it's just that on loop, and you can listen to that okay. as many times as you want. Yeah, I think I'm able to, I think I am no longer needing to throw up, so I think this is a good time to end the show, Bo. We can hit that theme music? I think we can. Hit it! Hit it!